Hello and welcome to Voice Note, the weekly podcast where we share our musings about modern life and invite you to share yours too. We are four friends who met at university. Georgie, Laura, Chloe and Una, now sadly separated by geography but brought back together by the power of the Voice Note. Whether it's discussing dating, family drama or our latest cultural recommendations, we love nothing more than a rambling voice note. So settle down with a glass of wine or a cup of tea and enjoy some hopefully relatable content. And we're back. And this week we're talking about the spooky topic of ghosting. A contentious concept in modern dating to be sure, particularly if you're the ghosty. Firstly, what is ghosting for those who are unfamiliar? Ghosting someone generally involves cutting off all contact with them without warning or explanation. It can be pretty hurtful if you've developed some strong feelings for a particular someone. We've got two voice voiceovers this week sharing their experiences and we'll be talking about our Twitter poll. Let's listen to our first voice noter sharing her scary story about an unexpected and ironic ghosting incident. Alright, so I went on a few regular dates with Sky. At the beginning of the week, we agree to meet on Friday. The entire week passes and we don't message, but, you know, I'd only met him three times, so I was like, whatever. I messaged him the day before on the Thursday uh, to ask whether we were meeting up. Um, and he replied to me saying, no, I had really put him off. And I asked him how, um, you, you know, how I'd managed to do that, considering we didn't speak at all. Um, and he straight up blocked me in response on WhatsApp and on Hinge. The kicker to all of this is that he said he was super into clear communication. Dating timeline. If you've been on three dates with someone, I think you could say you were dating them, which mm. is not like insignificant. Like I think mm. three is kind of maybe the precipice of it, but three is not insignificant. And no. I mean, yeah, I feel like it's just really snide of him um because also he was like yes I love clear communication um and yeah I just think like there's a difference I guess between ghosting someone like fully just not speaking to them again and then saying something that's quite snide and then ghosting them like I feel like there is a difference there and one is a lot worse than the other that's true like I would Mm. be upset um I think I, I think either say. way though you are in a situation where you don't know what you've done. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. And in in this circumstance, I agree it's possibly slightly worse because she doesn't know what she's done. Mm. Um, and he's kind of said to her, "Well, you've put me off." I'm like, "Well, how? Oh, I'm, yeah. like, I'm not going to tell you why," which I think is a sign that actually there was no rational reason for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I would mull over it after. Like, I'm thinking of there have been occasions in my life where effectively what has happened is I have ghosted people, not really intentionally, kind of just because I've not figured out what it is I want to say to them and then just forgot about it. I am cringing actually, even just thinking about this, like physically cringing. <laughs> but, um, you know, one time where someone messaged me like a few weeks after the last time we'd seen each other was like, hey, can I just like check in? Are we definitely not on anymore? And I was like, yeah, I'm actually really sorry for not communicating that to you. That was really shit of me, blah, 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 blah. And mm. I, I have just, ever since, even though it was fine and it, was, it never seemed like it was going to be a serious thing, um, I was just like, I feel really bad for the fact that you've obviously been thinking about this for a few weeks. You've been mm. mulling this over and figuring out whether you should message me to ask, blah, blah, you know. So, I, I, yeah, I 
well I've said it already but I think it's upsetting and it's confusing and it's annoying because it's going to take up headspace rather than if the person had just communicated to you this is why I don't want to do this anymore yeah I think my main thing with ghosting and my sort of general principle is like I'm quite a direct person and I want to know like if I've done something I want to know that and if I need someone else to know something I want to communicate that to them Mm. so I think like my sort of general principles with it are like you know I probably have I'm not sure if I've go I mean the only people I've ghosted romantically have been like very early stages I mean like messaging on hinge type thing but in terms of ghosting a friend like when I think of you know I do have some people who are like constantly message me but I know that they're say like maybe a toxic friendship that I've decided to cut out and I have communicated to that person Mm. like exactly why like I have I know deep down like I've told them and they should know like why I'm ghosting them but they might see that as me ghosting so I think for me it's about like just knowing like I'd rather just know the reason Mm -hmm. or communicate that reason directly yeah um if there's like a space to do that if that's appropriate in that circumstance yeah I recently on that note this reminded me of a book that I read last month so this is some unintentional promo but it was called (laughs) The Love Square by Laura Jane Williams and it's kind of like um it's about um a woman who ends up kind of unintentionally dating like multiple people um but so she at the beginning of the book she goes on a date with someone and like he kind of ghosts her and then she's she's like what have I done wrong it's me I just have such bad luck with men and Mm. she messages him when she's drunk and is like what did I do can you give me some feedback I just want some feedback feedback." (laughs) and he like gives her this feedback and she like takes it personally and she's like I wish I hadn't done that (laughs) but it's kind of like because in my head I'm like would I rather just be completely ignored Mm. or would I rather be told something that would potentially upset me? And I guess, Mm. yeah, it's tricky because either way you might be a bit upset, but also I think it's nice to know. Like it's nice to know where you stand. I guess it's just the middle ground of being able to say to somebody, listen, I'm not going to sit here and slate your character because your character will be right for someone. But basically I don't think this is working for me. Is about being able mm-hmm. to say to someone, this isn't working as a partnership. It's not that you're not working as a person. Um, which is quite a serious point. But actually, Georgie, what you just said also made me think of this hilarious trend I've seen on TikTok of people sending Google forms to their exes <laughs> and asking them to review <laughs> oh their my God. as oh partners. God. And it's literally like some people that they've had one night stands with, some people that they were in like two year relationships with. It's the most intense thing I've seen, but it's so funny. <laughs> It's so good. Oh my god. Wow, that's gonna escalate into like 360 feedback. <laughs> A terrifying, terrifying thought. These attributes, yes. please. It was legit that. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I would definitely have to include a question on my ability to make a cup of tea. Very important oh. attribute. Laura, I think I I think we might have a disagreement on that one. <laughs> 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 um georgie i really want you to tell your story i know i was thinking being ghosted. <laughs> where can i fit it in <laughs> i feel like this is an appropriate moment because we're talking about like 
the need okay. to tell people <laughs> why you're not flying okay. and how that can unfold in an unintended way. Okay. okay, so when I was on my year abroad in Madrid, I was just like on Tinder lows because it was good for just like meeting up with people. So I met up with this guy, and I think we've met up like a couple of times and like we had like the dates we went on were like hours long like we were chatting for ages it was like really good chat it like Mm. we got on so well we had so many things in common and we were messaging on whatsapp like quite frequently um and this was like quite near the easter holiday so uni was like going to be on a break and i was gonna fly back home to my family so he was like he he was like oh there's this film I can't remember what film but he was like there's this film coming out in the cinema and like we should go and see it and I was like oh um I'm going back home for a bit Mm. but um maybe we could see it after and he was like yeah I'll set up a time like I'll check when it's on he was gonna check when the film was on (laughs) so to be clear to be clear he initiated this plan so then I hadn't heard from him for like a little bit um maybe like a couple of days and like I sent him a message like just about like a random initiating random chat no reply he hadn't been online since I'd last like seen him like since the evening that I saw him and oh my god has this boy died like he literally <laughs> just hadn't been online and I think I, I let like a week pass and like messaged something else he hadn't read it no reply hadn't been online and then I was like oh my god what if he's died <laughs> like I literally I was like oh my god there's, there's nothing to indicate he's ghosted me he wanted to make a plan he died I was like how would I know if he's dead how would I find out like and then oh, I, no. I sent him another message like maybe like a few weeks later when I was then back in Madrid again I was like oh my god is he dead what's going on <laughs> Like, he hadn't been online, literally had not been online on WhatsApp at this point now for, like, a month, maybe. Um, I sent, I was, like, on a night out, and at, like, 2am, I sent him a WhatsApp, like, um, I can't remember what I said. And then... I just, I, I need you, you to not. tell me if you've died. <laughs> yeah, I kid you not, I sent this message, like, two minutes later, he replies. <gasps> oh, my God. He, so, okay, I'm alive. Good news. He wasn't dead. That is good Bad news. news. He was like, yeah, sorry. I sometimes just drop off the radar for weeks at a time. Yeah. And it's really unfair oh, on no. you. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm back now. And I was just like, oh. And then, like, the kicker is that I foolishly, like, replied again. And then he just never replied to this <gasps> oh, day. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think we exchanged, what a like, shady a couple more messages. Yeah. We exchanged, <laughs> uh-huh. like, a couple more messages after that. And then he literally never replied. So... Fucking hell. Yeah. To this day, no more reply. Actually, that's so bad. It's yeah. so Easily bad. the best ghosting story I've ever heard, though. But he wasn't dead. So <laughs> that's good. Well, good I'm, I'm glad to hear that he wasn't dead. <laughs> yeah. I was honestly convinced. Like, I remember talking to Chloe, like... <laughs> What if he actually died? He me a lot. Like, I really think he's dead. <laughs> oh, no. No, he wasn't uh... dead. Just didn't care. <laughs> men. It's like, that would be, like, the tagline for men. <laughs> he wasn't dead. Just didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> now we're listening to our second voice noter. 
who's talking about the horror of being left on red for weeks on end. Hi guys, um, my name's Ian. Um, first time voice noter to the podcast. Really glad to hear you guys are back. Um, I haven't really been ghosted in the conventional sense, but um, there have been times where um, I have had a conversation started me with someone I've been um, involved with, uh, particularly in the past, um, where a conversation is sparked by a couple of messages. Um, I give a response and then don't hear a response to that. Um, so I wonder if that's something you guys have experienced. My favorite example is um, on Christmas Day, I received a happy Christmas text followed by a question as to whether Lover by Taylor Swift was a Christmas song. Um, I gave an, an earnest and thoughtful reply to that, um, an issue very close to my heart, um, and never heard back for uh, weeks. So I wonder, yeah, wonder if that's something you've ever experienced. So Ian... I have not had exactly the same experience, but there have definitely been quite a few occasions where I started talking to somebody on the dating app. It's all going well. You think, this seems like a nice kind of person. Mm. And then they don't reply for ages. And on like a few occasions, I've like given somebody my number. There's one specific guy I remember. He seemed really keen. He seemed really nice. This is when I was living in London. He lived in Reading. And I hadn't realised that when we'd matched. But I had decided that he was nice enough that I didn't really mind that he lived in Reading because it's actually not that far away. That's very gracious of you, Laura. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Thank you. Uh, So it seemed like really chill, really nice. I was like, oh, it'd be nice to like meet up. Um, He was like, yeah, that'd be great. And I said, okay, I'll give you my number. I gave him my number. I expected him to text me. He did not text me. And he did not message me again on Hinge. Mm. And then about... A month later, he sent me a message being like, hey, it's, insert name here, I'm not going to say the name, obviously. Like, <laughs> how are you getting on? And I was just like, obviously, I am not going to reply to this. Yeah. I've realised now talking about ghosting, how many ghosting stories I actually have. Um, <laughs> and I was going to say a different one, but now I've remembered this one, which is beautiful. Because oh. um, <laughs> at the start of the year, I'd like got back out on the dating scene um newly single and was like went on one date with this guy um which is like fine um like it was nice and we arranged to go on another date um but he had to work like really late that day and then we rearranged and then basically like he flaked on the date Mm. and then we sought to rearrange that date and then he just never replied. Like mm. he just dropped off the face of the universe. And I was Ooh. like, do you know what? You know, this wasn't a mind blowing day. I don't think you're the love of my life. It's fine. You know, I got over it basically. Mm. And um, then like fast forward. So that was in like, the, that was the start of February. And then fast forward to the start of July at the end <laughs> as lockdown was eased. <sighs> <laughs> oh, sneaky bastard! And was just like, "Hey, you in London by any chance?" And oh like, my god! It was <laughs> that also, is. It was also really fucking creepy because I just got back to London like that day, Oof. so that was weird. Um, but yeah, I I was really intrigued, so I was like, "Oh yeah, I am." Like, how can you ask? And he was like, "Oh, just wondered if you wanted to get that drink." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, it's no. like the lockdown. It is the lockdown no. equivalent of you up." <laughs> Yeah, literally. I just did not reply from then on in. If someone leaves it that long, 
and then just like replies as if everything was normal yeah yes, more insulting is, yeah. but they yeah. could like just be realistic just be like look mm. I'm really sorry I never responded to you I'm gonna send you this message feel free to not reply if you want mm. but mm. here is my message it's be just honest. so rude to like pretend and like my sister was saying mm. um that she had been like chatting to this guy on I don't know Bumble or Hinge or one of the apps like mm. months ago and they didn't even meet up but like it didn't go anywhere or they met up once or something and they were trying to arrange something else and then he just like stopped responding and like ghosted her like fully ghosted and then like last week he sent her a message and then he like sent it like in text instead of on the app um so she like his name didn't come up but she knew who it was because I think she like checked um and then she she messaged me like what should I say what should I say shall I say like who are you and I was like yes say that oh, <laughs> like, sorry who's this like <laughs> and he was like yes. it's blah 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 and then she just didn't reply <laughs> I think in that situation and in the situation I said I'm kind of like do you think I I find it insulting because I'm like do you think I have no self-respect yeah <laughs> like do you think I have no standards do you think I am now gonna like want to go on a date with someone who's literally dropped off the, who clearly yeah. didn't care enough to make the effort six months ago yeah so like no just no. the one yeah I I totally get that and I think the the ones the as as Georgie has correctly identified the thing that really gets me is the the non-acknowledgement of the gap like mm-hmm. if something mm-hmm. has really happened in your life for six months I don't know like you just don't know if something's really happened in your life like tell me it's cool like maybe there's a thing there maybe it's fine maybe it's not and I think it's interesting because then you're not replying because of the previous ghosting I would not class Mm -hmm. as then ghosting even though it kind of if you were being really literal about what the definition of it of it is like that then not replying to the person who's delayed replying I don't think you would call that ghosting but um the ones that really get me are are when they pick up the conversation on something completely unrelated like when I like not related to the fact that you have like dated or whatever there was this guy that I um was uh, with one time last year we went we went on one day and like it was a really good night and whatever and um anyway it turned out he was in an open relationship and I was fine with this because well for a variety of reasons I was fine with it um but he it kind of transpired had some uncertainties about how to do the whole open relationship thing it seemed like it had become more of a thing from the other person in the relationship than from him and I was like do you know what it's cool like you've got to figure your own thing out if you want to like do this again let me know I'm well not I'm easy but you know what I mean like I'm cool with whatever (laughs) um and if you don't like just let me know that as well like just let me know either way um like could you message me in the new year? And I was like, sure. Um, anyway, I messaged him in the new year and he either didn't reply or barely engaged with my message. And then a month and a half later, obviously gets a notification on Facebook and messages me happy birthday. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what? Re- We're what not on that level. <laughs> and I set this all in its head. I kind of always been to think what's going through the mind of the person who, who does that, who like waits like three, four <laughs> months and then sends you like this random message being like, like what up and you're like what? <laughs> I, why do they think that's a good idea why do they think mm. they're going to get like a positive response like you're obviously not unless you say I don't know, something awful happened or um 
yeah, I lost my phone and I didn't have any phone numbers for ages, which is obviously <laughs> a terrible excuse. But I just don't understand what people expect when they do this. Mm-hmm. I I got nothing. <laughs> I really do not know the answer to that question. So we opened this topic up to our Twitter followers to ask whether ghosting anyone, whether a date or a pal, was ever acceptable. 62% of people voted yes and 38% voted no, it's never acceptable. Um, I think that we all felt that this was a lot more decisive than we were thinking, which is really, really interesting. Mm. Um, and we did have a couple of comments, like specifically, um, and both of them touched on the fact that it depends on how much connection you have to the person and how much you've spoken to them. Um, and I think that is quite an important distinction. So like what one of the pe- people said um, was you can kind of tell um, when the person should deserve essentially to not be ghosted. Um, and mm. both of them said that it's nuanced, which is interesting. Um, and also um, one of the people pointed out, unless it's a creepy man, so I think, which I think is a very valid point that it that it that it must be okay to just not respond mm. if someone's a very creepy man. Safety first. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I feel I am very sympathetic to that nuanced position. However, however, it does presuppose that people know. And as per the two discussions we just had, people clearly do not know. <laughs> like when it is reasonable to tell somebody and when it is oh, as in they don't know so, when the person deserves to have like yeah, a reason yeah, yeah 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 true yeah because if if we presuppose that people know that then why does anybody ever complain about ghosting it's you know true. The, this is true. so i think p- maybe I've, part of it is that deep down you know you probably owe that person a response but for whatever reason well mainly because it feels uncomfortable that you don't do it I think it's like it comes down to kind of your own kind of belief slash value system and what level of, I guess, connection, to use the word used by some of the commenters, um, mm. you feel you have. I mean, you might think, yes, I deserve a response from that person, but they're just like, meh, don't really feel like I owe you anything. And we all respond to situations differently. So I think sometimes ghosting is a result of somebody just behaving very differently than what you might expect yeah and I think there's a thin line between recognizing that you don't owe anybody anything and that you need to preserve your own emotional energy first and there's a there's a thin line between that and actually just like treating other people that you come into contact with as disposable Mm -hmm. which I think is the line that well hell I was talking earlier about when I like got I like got the wrong got it the wrong way around so like it's so easy to not tread on the right the right side of that line yeah um yeah hmm. no I think that totally makes sense I think the connection point is an interesting one and definitely one I have like felt so for example if I've been kind of surface level messaging someone on hinge like I think it's easier for then either me to ghost them them to ghost me and I wouldn't necessarily feel anything about that I don't think it's necessarily Mm. just the length of time or like how many dates you've been it been on um or like if you've been on a date at all because I can think of like our ghosting story where we'd just spoken for like one evening but it wasn't like you know 
a few messages were exchanged it was like we were constantly talking for that one evening and I remember he sent me like a mildly cringy mildly cute like message um when he needed to go to bed and he was like oh like I need to go to bed now like it's been really nice chatting to you like I'll ch- I'll like message you tomorrow with like kisses and I was like oh and then he just yeah. never <laughs> he just never messaged oh, like, what? like we've just been chatting for yeah. the entire evening and it was just yeah. like very confusing I guess in that scenario and then there have been people yeah, who I've chatted yeah. to for a week and I've just like not really thought anything of it yeah and like the guy yeah. like my my ghosting story where I thought the guy had died we we, <laughs> we only went on two dates um but I still was like this is more like I deserved some form of like mm. to not be ghosted mm-hmm. um I think it's kind of like well you'd like to think that the other person feels the same way you do but I guess it's just the thing of like you ca- you just can't tell how that other person's perceiving your interactions which is really tricky mm-hmm. um and also it's tricky because it's like I think naturally as human beings we don't want to feel rejected and being ghosted feels well it is mm-hmm. it is a form of rejection um mm-hmm. but I guess you're kind of choosing between like two different forms of rejection because it's either you just don't hear from the person again and it feels quite harsh and it feels I think it feels kind of like your agency's been removed from the situation. Um, mm-hmm. Or you can be told by the person, sorry, I'm just not that into you. <laughs> and like, which one yeah. hurts more? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I wonder if quite a good metric for this is thinking about other scenarios where you're ghosted, like not romantic ones. So mm-hmm. in friendships or of late in my life with jobs. <laughs> Like not like sim- when you submit an application for a job that's been advertised online and they even put up like dates of when they're expecting to give interviews. And yet if your application is unsuccessful, they simply do not reply to you like that. That is professional. Ghosting. It is. Yeah. And, very true. Yeah. And, and I think that is a good idea of what of that provides a good idea of what we think we expect from other human beings, because the thing that's painful about that is not just. I need a job I'm looking for a job and I just feel like I'm not even getting contact with people who have the power to give me one which is the agency point that you just made Georgie but also the fact that you invest time not in your application you actually invest time in an organization Mm -hmm. like if you're applying Mm -hmm. so it's about like investing your time and energy into another entity be it like a human being romantically or another person you know, in, in like platonically in friendship terms or even like a member of your family or an organization or whatever, you invest time in learning about them or understanding them in some way or like adjusting your mm. communication style to like fit what their needs are. Mm. And then if you get nothing back, that's kind of devastating. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I definitely and agree with the time thing. Yeah, and I think because you mentioned like friends as well, like friend ghosting. And I think, like, sometimes we think of ghosting as just in a romantic context. And I think sometimes it's, like, easier to take friendships for granted because with a romantic Mm. relationship, there's the assumption, like, you have to, um, if you want it to go somewhere, you have to um, invest a lot of time and energy into messaging and speaking to the person and seeing them. But then you can't, like, I think sometimes people take a friendship for granted. It's like, oh, well, they'll they'll still be there. but like I think in a way like is sometimes more hurtful because it's just kind of like 
oh well it's not even like this was about a romantic connection it's just like what what happened what happened yeah. like to this person I've been friends with um and I know I've definitely been guilty of just being so bad at replying to people mm. sometimes not for any particular reason just because you know like you get busy um but I think it definitely is something that like is slightly taken for granted yeah in terms think, of like ghosting I think with like friendships it, I think it kind of depends on the circumstances because actually I'm also bad at replying to people and sometimes accidentally leave people on read for like several weeks and then messaging me like I'm so sorry yeah I like, mm. reply to this but sometimes you know your friend will send you a message send you a message saying oh I'm really upset about this or like are you annoyed at me about something nah, nah, nah. and then I think you do kind of owe them a response yeah. even if the response yeah. is yes I am annoyed at you or no I don't want to be friends anymore if you're if you're meant to be friends with somebody you should respond because otherwise they're just going to be sitting at home worrying about what you're thinking yeah I also think there's kind of like different levels of friend ghosting like there's almost the level that you both were alluding to Laura and Georgie where maybe you don't well I think there's just like you're being bad at replying and so the other person thinks you're ghosting them I think there's um you maybe aren't that invested in that friendship anymore emotionally and so you aren't giving it the same energy or that person isn't giving it the same energy but you aren't actually communicating that to one another and then I think there's like, I mean, I I would say my most painful ghosting experience of all is like a very close friend who literally dropped off the face of the earth. Like my oldest mm. friend, Aww. best friend, who literally just dropped off the face of the earth. And that was way more painful yeah. than like any boy, any like romantic connection. Um, and yeah, I do think like the, the friendship element, the fact that you've obviously... You know different going on a few dates with someone it still hurt like obviously that hurts but then also mm. when it's a friendship it's like sometimes years it's yeah. deep yeah, yeah. and it feels kind of yeah it feels more personal it's like what what have I because I, I don't know I kind of feel like you know being someone's friend can say it relates to your personal qualities like how good a friend you are as opposed to like oh, I casually went on one date with this person. Yeah. Like, kind of valuing friendship says something about you on a deeper level. And then to kind of yeah. have a friend just kind of reject you in a way or just not yeah. really give you anything. It's like, what did I do wrong? Yeah, I think mm. in most romantic situations, you can kind of brush it off because you're just like, well, they don't really know me or, you know, we've really not spent that much time together. Whereas with a friend if you really are like good friends with them you feel like it's a very big kind of personal judgment in a way you know me and you've rejected me (laughs) though I mean the word the word ghost just feels actually insufficient to the situation because like one of I've had like a fairly similar scenario to you Chloe and um uh the thing that was really painful about that was like the person was going through a hard time and I didn't really know how to respond to it and so then when that kind of ended I have constantly like for the years since been like how responsible was I for that because I ultimately felt like I had no control over it Mm -hmm. um and the way that it happened because nothing was communicated 
but at the same time I was like I know I didn't I know I didn't Mm -hmm. do the right things for that person then so like how could I have done better and I have felt really sad about that ever since so yeah ghost just doesn't feel like a sufficient you know because if you ended a long-term relationship you wouldn't call it ghosting yeah that's really true Mm. maybe actually that friend but without someone actually communicating it like a romantic partner would definitely you wouldn't just be like well you would oh I haven't seen you although you do hear of those instances so we feel that's left you with a lot of food for thought but we still have to answer the pressing question from our second voice note uh, about the status of the famed lover by Taylor Swift is it a Christmas song who would like to start us off well I think this is a very easy one it's definitely not a Christmas song (laughs) See, I thought this too, um, but when I received this voice note, I then went and listened to Lover a couple of times, and there were two features. So the first one that's obvious is she starts off by saying um, something about Christmas lights on up till January, but then if you listen carefully, there's jingle bells all the way through the song. And that really, that threw me off a bit made it a bit more nuanced i'd still come sat down on the side of no but just to to throw that in there that is fascinating i think i um i don't to be fair i don't know the song super well but i'm gonna say no because i'm not i'm not a fan of attributing this the christmas status just for like vague references to christmas mm, yeah, e.g people who are obsessed with the fact that die hard is a christmas film just because no. it's like set at like in winter and it's not a christmas film so that is, that is my definitive answer yeah that's i mean these are all really good really good responses i don't have very much to add except that the the one video i watched of taylor swift performing this song which is the npr tiny desk concert as a series i love this unfortunately i did not love this video but it did look quite hot. Everyone was wearing like vest tops and stuff. So the one time that I've seen her perform, this is completely a biased, like one-sided opinion. The one time I've seen any, <laughs> any recording of her performing this song, it was clearly summer. So like, that's what I'm going to go with. It's actually a summer song in my mind. You heard it here first. Voice note pod. Officially, <laughs> Lover is not a Not a Christmas song. song. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Voice Note. We'll be back in a fortnight for more ramblings and reflections. And don't forget to subscribe and you can follow us on Twitter at VoiceNotePod. Um, and please do share your voice notes with us. We tweet out a link every week on our topic. And don't forget to share this with your friends, flatmates, family. Send it to the random person that ghosted you a year ago.